This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for almost 30 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. In this inspirational two-part message entitled, Confidence, Breakthrough, and Victory, Pastor Ray examines the true meaning of what confidence should mean to every Christian who desires to live a successful, meaningful life filled with great accomplishment and reward. He cautions his listeners not to confuse confidence in God with self-confidence, which often results in arrogance and disappointment. Using the powerful account of David defeating Goliath, we see how amazing things can happen in the lives of those most unlikely but confident in their living God's word, power, and ability to work through their lives and bestow great rewards for their faithfulness. Unlikely people can accomplish the most unlikely things because their kind of confidence has nothing at all to do with their ability, but rather the assurance that God will back them up. Let's now hear more on how we can best fight the Goliath in our lives with confidence, breakthrough, and victory. Some amazing things can happen from some of the most unlikely people. Why? Because it has absolutely nothing to do with their ability. It has to do with their confidence in God, His Word, His power, and His ability working through your life. That's why an unlikely person... Can, can do some of the most unlikely things. That's why the least likely people who come to know God and serve God and live a life of faith will end up doing things that no one would have ever thought they would ever be able to do. Don't get confidence in God mixed up with self-confidence. That's why if, if you deal, we all do, we all deal with insecurities in our life. We all have all kinds of insecurities. So, so let's, not, let's not pretend that we don't. But don't seek self-confidence. Seek confidence in God and what God will do through your life. Because self-confidence just breeds arrogance. But confidence in God breeds great and brings great reward. Come on, can somebody give me a better amen than that? But David said to Saul, your servant used to keep your father's sheep. And when a lion and a bear came and took, out, took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by the beard and struck it and killed it. Your servant killed both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. So what is David doing? Come on. The, David is going back to past experiences. See, he was practicing when he was uh, keeping those sheep. He's killing bears. He's killing lions. He's doing this all in the power of God. Now the big day comes when he's got this big kahuna that's trying to come against the armies of the living God. And he says, hey, God did it over there. God's going to do it over here. God did it then. God's going to do it again. If God worked through me to kill the lion and kill the bear, God's going to work through me right now to kill that Philistine. That's why you can't ever forget your past victories. Don't ever forget what God has done. 
because all they are is setting you up for greater battles and greater victories up ahead. Don't ever forget. Let that build confidence in your heart. And some of you lost your confidence because you lost your testimony. You've lost your confidence in your faith because you've lost your memory over what God has done in times past. David is living in the memory of that every day. He said, God helped me when the bear came and God helped me when the lion came. I killed the bear. I killed the lion. He delivered me from the paw of the lion. He delivered me from the paw of the bear. He's going to deliver me from this Philistine. Listen, you got to, listen, you've got to have yourself pumped up every day because every day you're going to face another lion, another bear, another whatever is going to come up in your life. You've got to be confident every day because every day where you do not exhibit confidence, you start to become a little less confident in the things of God. David, is, David walks into that situation. They're all shaking in their boots. The whole army is freaking out because of one man. David comes in. He's our, he's what, God worked with me, you know, threw me, killed the bear, killed the lion. God did this, God did that. He walks in, he says, oh, just the, that, that big kahuna over there, that big oaf, we'll, we'll take care of him. God took care of me there. He's going to take care of me right here. He worked then, he's going to do it again. See, you've got to keep up your confidence. It's not self-confidence. It's confidence in the living God. And Saul said to David, by this time, I guess Saul and the whole, so they, just let the kid go, man. Just, he, says, he says, go and the Lord be with you. In other words, God bless you, get out of here. <laughs> see, he's seeing a confidence in him and he doesn't know how to deal with it. When people see that, that boldness in your life, they're not, they're not going to know what to do with you. When you start exhibiting that kind of boldness, it's like when they told me, you know, we would, you know, all the difficulties we would have to put up this building and move into this building. I said, okay, watch me. It wasn't me. I say, I know the God who has done this and done that and done the other thing and did this and proved himself here and proved himself there. This is just another opportunity for God to prove himself. That he may be glorified, that his kingdom may be built up, that people might be blessed. So get ready, get ready. No matter how much the odds are against you, get ready. God will prove himself in your life if you will remain confident in him, his word, his power, and his ability to work in and through your life. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap. All right. So he says, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to him, go. So anyway, so then Saul, verse 38, clothes David with his armor and he put a bronze helmet on his head. He also clothed him with a coat of mail. David fastened his sword to his armor, and he tried to walk, for he had not tested them. And David said to Saul, I can't walk with these things, for I have not tested them. So David took them off. So in other words, Saul says, okay, you want to go fight? Well, let me dress you up. So he puts him in his own armor, puts all his junk on him, you know, all this stuff. And David gets out there, and he's walking around like this. He says, I, I, I've never walked in this stuff. I can't do this. I can't go out and do I don't know how to do it. See, this teaches me something. You, you can't fight your battles wearing somebody else's anointing. Listen, we could have the same kind of battles, but the way we fight them are totally different. You go with your anointing, I'll go with my anointing. Sometimes people, like years ago, you know, when I was 
sitting out and I was listening to a lot of different preachers and a lot of different teachers. And I thought I had a sound like the successful ones. So I sought out to try to mimic them and to be like them. I'm just being honest with you. They dressed a certain way, I dressed like them. They talked a certain way, I tried to talk like them. Now, there, there's, there's some wisdom in, in learning from people, and you, you'll pick up some of their things as you go along. But, but you've got to allow God to use you for who you are and to work in your life the way he wants to work in your life because each and every one of us are uniquely different. And each and every one of us are just unique and beautiful and made so beautifully by God. You're not a copy, so don't seek, seek the copy. You follow another man's faith. You practice their faith. Amen. But the way God uses you is unique and different. So, you know, when I finally, after, you know, trying to struggle and trying to find my way, I finally just got comfortable being me. And that's when, you know, I just open, share it openly. And some people, you know, some people tell me all the time to say, you know, well, you know, maybe you're a little too, especially my family. You, you give too, when my mother was alive, she was the worst. Yeah, you know, you just give too much information about yourself. You tell the people too much about yourself. It's like, don't put me in your armor. You get it? Don't put me in your armor. That's the armor I feel comfortable in. That's the way I fight my battle. That's the way I do my ministry. That's the way I progress. I feel comfortable being open and telling stuff and being honest. That's just who I am, and that's the way I fight. That's the way I win. That's the way I progress in life. Don't put me in your armor. You know? You know? So, so you, have to, you have to do it your way. You have to be willing to let God use you and work through your life the way you feel comfortable. David, David couldn't go in Saul's armor. He said, I'm uncomfortable in this. When you try to be somebody else, and you can always tell when someone's trying to be like somebody else, man, it's called phony baloney. <laughs> phony baloney through and through. It's just phony stuff. Just be comfortable in your own skin. Is this, is this ministry anybody? You see, one of the ways you're going to build confidence in God is be confident that God didn't make any junk and that you are special God made you you are important you are valuable God didn't make a mistake when he made you so you need to be confident just in that thought right there that you may be different than others you may deliver you know your message or whatever you do in a different way but it doesn't mean that you're not as anointed and as effective and as useful to God, just because you go in what you're comfortable with. Just be comfortable. And that's basically what David said. I'm uncomfortable in this. I can't go in your stuff. So David takes it all off. And, and I would say this morning right now, why don't we all take off all the facades? Let's take off all the phony stuff. Let's stop trying to be confident in ourselves and trying to get people to see how confident we are, how wonderful we are. You know what? Let that all just fall to the side. You just pick up your confidence in God and don't care about what people think about you. You just, you just work on being confident in the Word and being confident in, the, in, the, in, in God and His power and His ability to work in your life. And don't worry about yourself and what you look like and what people think about you. I don't really give two hoots of what people think about me. Now, some have said, well, that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of arrogant. No, it's called, it's called confidence in God. Because whether people like me or not, whether they receive me or not, God's hand is upon my life. I know it. 
Anybody that gets around me knows it. You ought to know it. You ought to know it about yourself. And I know that God will safely lead me through every battle to every victory in my life and bring me wherever I need to go. So basically, David was saying, he says, I can't go in this. I'm uncomfortable. I'm not used to this stuff. He says, so. So David takes it all off. And um, verse 40 says, he took, he took his, his staff in his hand and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag in a pouch, which he had, and his sling, which was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistines. So he puts down all of the army stuff, our army gear, and, and he picks up um, just a couple of smooth stones. Now, I, I know there are all kinds of sermons on why he took five stones. And, you, know, you know what I, I come to realize? That it didn't matter what David picked up. It was what David was comfortable with. It was what he was used to using. It didn't matter. He could have, he could have picked up, a, he could have picked up a, you know, a branch. He could, he could have just gotten up to, 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 to Goliath and went, just like that. Because it wasn't the stone that killed Goliath. It was the Lord who did it through what David used. Right? Wait a minute, I got it. I don't know where I am. I got to put these on to read, take them off to see you. But anyway, so, so he says, so he goes, he puts the, 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 um, his staff in, in his hand and the five smooth stones, verse 40, from the brook. And he put them in the shepherd's bag in a pouch, which he had, and his sling was in his hand and he drew near to the Philistine. So the Philistine came <laughs> and uh, began drawing near to David. So he's, he's marching towards David. And the man who bore the shield went before him. So he had a shield bearer before him. And when the Philistines looked about and saw David, he disdained him. In other words, he mocked him. He made fun of him. For he was only a youth, ruddy and good looking. So the Philistines said to David, am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. So he's trying to intimidate him, speaking all kinds of, you know, nasty things to him and making fun of him. Here's David standing before this giant with just a little tunic on. Who knows what he wears? All the pictures you see of David and statues have him half naked, so I don't know. Probably had a little skirt on. He's got a little bag and a little slingshot and five smooth stones. And, 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 and the Philistine is there screaming at him, saying, laughing at him. And they say, you're going to come against me? Am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? He says, I'm going I'm to kill you today and give your flesh to the birds. And he's screaming all this stuff. And then David, listen to me, David, verse 45. Then David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts the God of the armies of Israel whom you defy. In other words, let me, let me get it straight, Mr. Mr. Goliath. You're coming at me, but you're not just coming at me. You're coming against the armies of the living God. It's not me you're fighting. You're fighting God who's fighting for me. <laughs> you're coming against me, but you don't realize that you're coming against God. Get ready. But look at the confidence. Everybody say confidence. Look at the confidence that David had, right? 
cut. He's ever, the, the rest of the army shaking in their boots. He's, he's having a conversation with this big, mean, bad, ugly-looking dude. And he's telling him, he's saying, you come at me with all that stuff, with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you by the name of the Lord. This day, listen to what David, oh man, look at the confidence. Everybody say confidence. Look at the confidence. This day, the Lord, he's calling those things that are not as though they are. He said, this that hasn't even happened yet, and he's already, he's already proclaiming it. Now, if we, were on, if we were on the other side of this story, we wouldn't have known the end result, but David is already declaring the end result before it happened. He said, this day, he said, right now, this day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand, that I will strike you and take your head from you, and this day I will give your carcasses to the camp of the Philistines, to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. In other words, the, 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 the Goliath is shouting ugly things to him, and David just turns back and shouts even louder. Let me, let me, let me teach you something. Sometimes you've got to learn to shout louder than the devil. You've got to remind them who you are. You've got to remind them of the God that you serve and the covenant you stand in. David stood before this Goliath with the full confidence that God was going to come through for him, back him up, back up his confidence and his faith, and that this battle would be won because he did it in the name of the Lord. So he says, verse 47, then all the assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword or spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. See, you've got to be committed to this one thing, folks, that you understand that it doesn't matter what you have or what you don't have. What matters is that God has everything you need. That even if you don't feel like you could, you can or are able to stand against whatever the opposition is, you may not feel smart enough, you may not feel good enough, you may not feel equipped enough, you may not feel whatever enough, but you have got to have the confidence that God will back you up. And again, when I say it, the, 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 the stone and the slingshot weren't really what brought Goliath down. It was David's confidence in the living God that brought him down. He had enough confidence to trust and to believe in the living God, and God backed him up. God backed him, and God will back you up when you walk in that same confidence in the Lord. So, so it was when the Philistine rose and came and drew near to meet David that David hurried and ran toward the army to meet the Philistines. Notice he didn't run in fear from him. Don't ever run from your battles. Gentlemen, don't ever run in fear from the challenges in your life. Run to them with confidence, knowing that God is going to back you up because you have the word of God, the power of God, the anointing of God. You, you, listen, you're like the David of your family. Stand up against the opposition that comes against you and your family. Be the man of God that God has called you to be. Don't run from trouble. Run right towards it. So he ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Then David put his hand in his bag, took out a stone, and slung it and struck the Philistine in his forehead so that the stone sank deep into his forehead and he fell on his face to the earth. 
So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Killed the Philistine with a rock and a slingshot. What can God do through you and me if we will just hold on to our confidence and trust that God has the ability and the power to work in and through our lives? What will, what will, what what could happen? What could come of our lives? What could come of the kingdom of God if we walk with that same confidence? Do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. Therefore, David ran and stood over the Philistine, took his sword, drew it out of the sheath, and killed him and cut off his head with it. And when the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. Sure, there were a lot a bunch of big shots when they had this big, ugly dude screaming and protecting them. But when their champion was dead, they took off running. Now the men of Israel and Judah rose and shouted and pursued the Philistines as far as the entrance. Thanks a lot. Right? He, he, he stood there all by himself. Doesn't that sound like some situations? You're the only one, you know, standing in faith, believing or whatever. And, and no, people don't really believe you and, 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 you know, they don't really have confidence in you. And then, and then all of a sudden you see it through because you remain confident and trust God and you get the victory. And then, and then all of a sudden everyone's shouting with you. You become Mr. Popularity or something. I don't know if that means anything to anybody, but it does mean something to me. Because there was a time when I was facing giants and a lot of people ran from me. But then when the victories came a whole lot of people shouted with me. People will shout with you in the victory, but they won't be there in, in, in the time of trouble. I want to be at the camp that I'm going to be there, whether it's trouble, victory, good, bad, up, down. I'm just going to confidently, everybody say confidence. With confidence, stand my ground with the things of God and the word of God and see it through to victory on every front every area of my life. Can I get a better amen than that? So it says that they all, Judah, shouted and pursued the Philistines as far as the entrance of the valley gates of Ekron, and they went on and on and on, and all these things happened, and, and, um, and David, David obviously rose um, in, in the eyes of the children of Israel and you know, later on becomes king himself and so on and so forth. But the message is simple. It's simple. Don't seek self-confidence. Seek confidence in the living God, his word, his power, and his ability to work in and through your life. Use whatever it is that you have. It may not seem, you know, as fancy. It may not seem as polished as somebody else's, but you take what you have and use it. God's going to back you up you're going to fight your Goliaths. You're going to win your battles. You're going to come through the other side uh, victorious. And you're going to see that holding on to your confidence, not self-confidence, but confidence in God, brings great rewards to your life. Hallelujah. i got to stop right there. Tune in again Monday afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC PO Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.